I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Let's say you're at your cousin's wedding and it comes to the point of the ceremony where they say, if anyone has any reason these two should not be wed, speak now or forever hold your peace. And you're sitting there and you're like, okay, I know that three years ago my cousin was secretly replaced with an identical looking robot, but she's getting along so well and really, the husband, the fiance really likes her. Things seem to be going really good with the new robot cousin. What do you do? This is Same Day Shipping, the show where we geek out about real love and fake relationships. I'm Patrick. I'm Kelly. And I'm Ryan. And that was a hot take from Colin, who is not with us this week. I don't remember where he is. I don't. I he like went to a, it's like a family no member's with us. bris or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think it was his uncle's bris. Yeah. Okay. Cool. His grown uncle's. <laughs> his grown bris? uncle's bris. Yeah. I don't question. Colin's he converted. Choices. It's oh. really hard to convert to Judaism. You know, you shouldn't make fun of that. Jeez. Well, <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, let's get to this. Okay. Because I feel like this often happens with Colin's hot takes. I have questions. The first one yeah. is, did this relationship start exactly. before or after the robot swap? Because I think if it's after the robot swap, you don't do anything because the robot's happy. Yeah. Well, and because the, their uh, future wife has always been dating a robot. And well, fell in and love with the robot. And yeah. it's never your job to make sure all the secrets are clear in a relationship. Like, yeah. for all he knows, for all cousin Colin knows. Cousin Colin. All, cousin Colin, you don't know that the the couple is not both aware of the situation and maybe right, they both right, know right. yeah like, and they're keeping not, it secret from other people it's certainly not cousin's responsibility it may be like best man's responsibility or maid of honor's responsibility if there's a secret that you know is a secret but colin doesn't even know if it's a secret here's here's the thing even if you do feel it is your responsibility to out this secret and like throw a wrench in the wedding you don't wait until the ceremony no. and and for you know. the speak like now 15 minutes before no yeah. when the when the planner is like all right everybody take their places that's you, what you say just i got te- something to say no you send a text and then if they don't read the text till after the ceremony that's not yeah really you didn't do what's that what's done is done no i'm kidding don't do that 
<laughs> um, yeah, almost nothing needs to be revealed within 48 hours on either side of that wedding. There's yes. a- anything that you needed to reveal, you could have revealed a week ago or in two years. Also, you, you do could, not need to reveal it right now. There's a there's a there's a happy medium, right? Like you could talk to them privately mm-hmm. and ask. Wait, which one? Um, your cousin, because this remember your cousin is the potential robot tricker. I think you talk it's, to both of them. You bring them both oh, in the room. No, mm-hmm. no, that that's tough. Also, like if this is part of like a thing where people are being systematically replaced by robots, like you don't want to anger the AI. No, exactly. otherwise you're going to be next to be replaced. And was, once once yeah. the one AI knows, the whole AI knows. Of course. Oh wait, hold on. I didn't know about the hive mind. Yeah, element. they're part of the yeah. hive mind. Well, I mean, obviously right, they're connected by Wi-Fi. Now I'm more like you got to reveal it because at first I was like, keep secrets are their own business, but if if that new spouse, husband, wife, I don't know what we know. Yeah. That new spouse is now going to be exposed to the hive mind and not know it. Yeah. As a human, you sort of need, to, there's like a loyalty, human to human, to let them know. Because at first I was wires. like, it's not their business. Like, what happened in the right. past in the cousin's life is not, but yeah. if, if this is like the hive situation. Sure. So you're saying pick a side. Like, are, are you, you a going human to, or are you loyal to or this Are you an robot? AI sympathizer? Yeah, exactly. Mm. But, all right. Also, oh, no. and then do we know, right? Because sometimes there's like um, AI that like becomes its own separate thing from the hive mind. Right. Mm. Is it is it trying to escape from right. the hive mind? There's so many problems Oh, here. okay. So you're saying Are maybe you... there's like a master uh, yeah. AI and that this robot, which has replaced your cousin, is trying to break free yeah, or AI is like, mind. or what if there's things that you don't even know? I'm thinking specifically of Mass Effect, mm. where um, you think that all of the like Geth, which are robots, are like bad, mm-hmm. and then you meet like this robot, and you find out that like, no, 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 like a lot of us like don't care what goes on in the rest of the universe. We're just living our lives. Right. Um, they're like extremists that think that like organic life needs to go. So then it's like, okay. Now what? Because are we saying AI versus human or are there shades of AI? I mean, no matter what, it seems like maybe you don't have a role to play in your cousin's relation, in your robot cousin's relationship, right? I don't think, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. There's, except for if it's, if you are investigating, let's say a murder. Sure. And you don't get the last piece of evidence until you're sitting there mm-hmm. at the wedding and they're about to do the, do you have a reason? And the murder usually, in this situation, it would be like, you know, the cousin robot murdered the previous fiance of the current Got fiance. it, got it, yeah. Something like that. Then that's a reason to to object. But otherwise, the, keep your mouth fucking shut. What if, it's okay, a formality. You're, you're, just, you're looking into this murder, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know that like a piece of wire was left at the scene. And then the the right as the uh, the cousin is walking up, you see you see like a piece of broken wire peeking out from their suit, and it matches perfectly the wire found I at think, the scene honestly, of the crime. Yes. Okay, honestly, what you do? Let's be real. It's a murderous robot. You quietly because <laughs> you're just a cousin. You're not in the wedding. Yeah, you quietly sneak out. Yeah, call the police. Mm. Arrested at the reception. Your hands are clean. Okay, so you dial nine one one, and then you hear like a weird click. <gasps> And then it's oh, and and then the operator's like human police. I mean police. Yeah, how yeah. can I help you? Nine one one. What's your human emer- emergency? And you're like, oh, um, 
Nothing. Never mind. Sarah and I this morning were looking up the origins of uh, tucking people in, like for bed. Yeah, uh, mm. and uh, the we were trying different ways to like <laughs> super saucy morning <laughs> yeah, that's activity. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we had a nice sexy time this morning. <laughs> um, and uh, the the way that Google like rephrased the question uh-huh. back at us was, "Why do humans sleep with blankets?" Oh, <laughs> just like question, <laughs> master. Why do query? <laughs> why do? <laughs> Um, <laughs> which, wow. that makes your original question seem like it was a dumb question. It does. Because why do humans, sleep? we, because it's because we don't have fur and we're cold. Yeah, because it's cold outside and, and we want to be warm. And when we sleep, our body temperature drops. Yeah, right. But why, do, heart why do we tuck, why do we get like tucked in? Tucked so in. that animals and bugs can't go into them. Is that it? And so that you can't get away. Oh, I geez. think it's less about not getting away. I think it's. <laughs> Providing security to children. Mm-hmm. I think it's psychosomatic for children. Yeah, my guess is that it's like an extension of but swaddling. But I think at some mm-hmm. yes, but at some point, they're also used to be like animals. Do you guys know this is one of my deepest fears when I was a little kid? What? Huh. And I used to have nightmares about it. Uh, a rac- raccoon had snuck into my room <gasps> or whatever room I was in, but usually I slept in my room, mm-hmm. uh, and was like un- waiting under my bed for me to go to sleep and would attack me as soon as I fell asleep. And so sometimes I would have what I... It sounds like what other people call like it's not a night terror because I could would wake up, but it would be like I'd be falling asleep and then it would be like I could see, I can picture it right now, uh, like a raccoon, like a rabid raccoon because it's foaming, coming and like coming at my face like it's gonna destroy Wait, me. Were you not able to move? Asleep. Yeah, but I would wake up like, but then I because it was when I was falling asleep, so I'd wake up mm-hmm. yeah. and then I just couldn't sleep for a long time because of that. It might be a form, and I'm only saying this because I recently learned about this. Yeah. It might be a specific form of sleep paralysis. Oh, interesting. Um, because one of the things that people see is a beast yeah. of some kind. And I probably was like making it a raccoon. Because you're you afraid. Know, I, and I know I've seen, heard of raccoons. Yeah. Right. And rabid animals was were a very big fear of mine yes, as a kid. mine as well. Like, they did yeah. a very good job of making me scared of that yeah, even though they, i don't think i i probably never saw an actual no, rabid animal they're like downed power lines right <laughs> something that yeah. like you're deathly afraid yes. of but never encounter exactly also like yeah quicksand although rabies is scary if you like research it because it is yeah. it is scary like yeah you don't know you have it and you just start kind of going crazy yep and then by that point it's incurable well, and your animals will all of a sudden want to hurt. Yeah, will hurt you, but not because of anything. Yeah. So it's also like a it like turns the people that you love against you. Yeah. It's very scary. And then also old yeller, very sad. So yeah, that was one. Okay, so that was one of my ongoing like fears as a kid. Was that an animal was, was gonna raccoon specifically somehow got in my room? I didn't hear it. I'm falling asleep. It's gonna attack me. That's asleep. scary. My next one, and this wasn't. I know exactly where this came from. Was that I would get a bug bite. That I thought was a bug bite, mm-hmm. but was actually a spider having laid eggs. Uh, and then one day in the shower, it was seriously would, getting like it would yeah. be a pimple or a pimple that would pop, yeah. and it would actually be a bunch of little baby bugs running all over my body. Mm-hmm. And I know exactly where that came from. Where it came from a book called "Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark," Woo! Woo! which is now a movie. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, guys. I want to see it. <laughs> I want to see. It looks like it. what I would have hoped that the Goosebumps movie was, but I understand why it wasn't. Because this looks actually scary. Yeah. Like it looks as scary as those drawings right. were. And like scary in the same way of like if you were 12 and you went to this movie, you'd feel like it was too adult for you, mm-hmm. but it's still, it's aimed at you. So it's not going to have this. It's not 
too scary for kids, but it is kind of like going to scare scary. kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm really excited for it. Uh, scarier stories to tell in the dark really like kind of, I think, informed me early on that I'd really be into horror. Yeah. Cause the thing was, I was horrified of them. I was scared of them. The, the covers scared. were scary. The, the illustrations covers were scary. Super scary. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the most controversial book. It's been number one banned mo- like in the 90s. It was like, that was the book that all churches were like, evil! Because um, they are scary. Um, and the drawings are really, really, really scary. Um, so I've never read Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Because I'm a big scaredy cat. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the best story in... Scary stories. The spider one the spider is good. One is the, good. The, the one that the, Ryan just I described. Just, the yeah. woman with the ribbon around her neck is good. Uh-huh. What happens when she takes the ribbon off her neck? Her, her head falls off. Oh. Uh, she always wears this beautiful green ribbon. She's mm-hmm. beautiful. And then someone takes it off and her head falls off. Um, There's a scarecrow one. The scarecrow one is really scary. And that one was on the cover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what happens in that one. I think it's like a kid goes missing and then he becomes, or a guy goes missing. Yeah, and he become, and then they go see, and they keep seeing the scarecrow, and then they go up to the scarecrow, and the scarecrow is is wearing his clothes or something. Yeah, yeah. So it's like implied that he is like made into a scarecrow by an evil demon. Yeah, but that's the other thing. It's like there's they don't get very specific about why these horrific. I mean, the egg one is just told like it's a urban legend. Yeah, sure. But like they don't always get super specific as why these horrific no. things are happening. It's more just like. Sometimes real fucked up ghost stuff happens. Yeah, because they're all based. <laughs> like, um, at the end, there's like yeah. a bibliography that has like mm-hmm. what, because they're all taken from folklore from yeah, around yeah. the world, mostly American folklore. Um, and so it's kind of like that thing of folklore of like a story that's just told and it's like, you know what? Sometimes there's just a guy that doesn't have a toe that is. Oh, that's right. The guy with the toe coming after. And that's in the preview. Yeah. The um, guy who doesn't have a toe. Give me my toe or something. Yeah, give me like, my toe. Someone st- oh, someone stole a toe off a Corpse. corpse and then the guy comes looking for them to get his toe back Ugh. yeah they didn't eat it they do something no with they do the something toe. with it there's also like people feeding we, people to other people like it's pretty messed yeah that's fucked up yeah it's scarier than most things it's scarier than a lot of stuff aimed at kids today yeah for sure easily well and just like the whole idea of like these are stories that are being passed around and therefore may have some element of truth mm-hmm. to them makes it even fucking creepier Totally. Like, they really feel like they could be real. I mean, they're not, probably. <laughs> yeah. But it almost has a feel. And Yeah, the Colin's- big toe. It is they take um, a little kid finds the toe in his yard, oh, okay. picks it up. <gasps> what? Does he stick Uh-oh. it in his butt? He finds a toe in his yard, digs it up, gives it to his mom. She makes soup out of it. And the dad cuts it into thirds for supper. Um. The then the see they're weird stories yeah yeah they're weird um yeah toe soup some of them are funny though or like quote yeah funny. they're funny like they're they're twisted yeah and yeah and they're not that's the other thing is they're not really moral tales whereas a lot of times like like the no. story of like that um the guy with the hook in his hand that's like don't make out in cars because then a guy with the hook in his hand will come be in your car yeah right um but like. There's no more. I mean, I guess don't eat a toe you find in the yard, but not even really. Or like the girl with the spiders in her face, she just existed and got it. Right. She wasn't bit. being punished she wasn't for being, punished for doing being slutty or yeah. something. And there are with some of the, there. I think there's also a woman in white one where she's like, take me home. 
think there's one of those. Oh, yeah. There's um, also um, this one called Cold as Clay mm-hmm. where um, this like woman um, falls in love uh, with her uh, um, her father's employer. So okay. she, he's a farmhand and she works there and the dad's like, no, he's not allowed to, to be with you. And um, he's like, okay, I'll um, uh, uh, she's like uh, the dad's like, I'm going to keep you guys apart, so I'm going to send you away. And then the farmhand dies of a um, of a broken heart. Uh-huh. And then she uh, comes back home, and um, this the farmhand shows up, and he's like, Hey, I'm here to like be with you. Your dad, yeah. your dad is calling for you. Oh, jeez. Or I'm sorry, she doesn't come back home. She's still away. So he shows up, and he's like, Your dad's calling for you. And she's like, Okay. So she goes back with him on horseback. They get back. Um, she goes to sleep. Um, her dad's like asleep, so she's going to talk to him in the morning. She goes to sleep, wakes up. The horse is covered in clay. And then they're like, what? And then they go and, – and then like a guy that works under the dad is like, dude, that farmhand died like a long time ago because the – um, that's right. The dad didn't tell her that the farmhand loved her back. Oh. So she loved the farmhand and the dad was like, I don't want them to be there. Yeah. So then the guy's like, oh, he died of a broken heart. And they go out and – um unbury him and she had given him her handkerchief earlier that night yeah and then he had it in his hand yeah and he's dead um so that's kind of like a well but the dad's alive the dad's alive so she can express her feelings yeah so he was basically just like yo your dad was not good to you Mm -hmm. and tells her that um but all the scary stories make us think of maybe scary ships oh my god i don't know can we think of scary ships well these are going to be are scary ships to tell in the dark. <laughs> so, yes, <laughs> thank for you for the lightning. Yeah, I turned off all the lights <laughs> in the apartment. Right, yeah. lights are off. Yeah. If wherever you are, turn off the lights. Yeah, because these are scary ships now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 um, uh, Patrick, you want to go first? Sure. So, for my scary ship, mm-hmm. I'm starting with. The Resident Evil series of games. <laughs> <laughs> Resident Evil. Um, have you guys played uh, the Resident Evils? Or um, I just... I've only played um, like thirty minutes of the racist one, and sure. I was like, Four. no more for me. Five, 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 five. five. Resident yes. Evil five. Yep. yep. <laughs> How many of them are racists? <laughs> uh, four of them. Four, four, no, five, five of them. Four, five, 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 five? Yeah. No, I mean five, yeah. They're like stomping it's around. It's very bad. <laughs> it is very not bad. great. You are oh. white. Yeah. And you're killing. Like a bunch of Africans. A bunch of African zombies. Why? And just Africans too. And it's nobody like good. thought about it? No. They no, didn't no. It. How many, when was this? Long time ago? Too recent. Too, yeah, definitely too recent. Maybe like 2007. Yeah. Okay, that's all right, but that's not what you're. Sorry, we didn't mean to bring. No, I didn't mean to make you think about. So I'm shipping racism with. (laughs) It's the scariest force in the universe. It is. It's a pretty destructive and scary thing. Yeah. So here's the thing. I'm actually taking the least scary thing in all of Resident Evil. This character Barry Burton. Okay. 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 Barry is like he is the quintessential like goof dad. Okay. All right. He is uh, an an older gentleman. He's a redhead. He makes um, really corny jokes all the time. Yeah. Um, he'll he'll bail. He's he's not the main character in uh, in the first game, but he will bail both of the other characters out of like little problems that they're in. Cool. Um, so like 
there's a point where you're playing as Jill, where uh, you're in a room that is like the ceiling is coming down. And it's like going to squish her. And he rescues you from that. And he goes, uh, that was close. You were almost a Jill sandwich. Oh, man. And- dude. But you, that's not. No, it doesn't but make. But you wouldn't be. What, the, the, I mean, I guess you could the be. The bread a- is like the ceiling and the floor. I don't know. You you were a Jill pancake. Everyone yeah. knows this. Jill crepe. Here's Jill the thing. crepe. Here's Jill the waffle. Thing. Yeah. He says waffle. Well, because what did cobblestone is Yeah, could be smooth. Mm, like mm. I think walls. it would be funnier sure. It's like a textured it's, ceiling. Yeah, textured yeah, ceiling, textured ceiling. floor. Yeah, um, but no. This Thank is you. look. He just he goes for a Jill sandwich. All right, because he's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. no, this guy. I already like him. A lot. He's like so random. He's like <laughs> he's just like he's saying what's like in his head, and like yeah. everyone's like, huh? <laughs> what are you, what are you smoking? And can I get some? <laughs> So you he, just stole his joke, and he is not happy with you right no. now. <laughs> uh, so he um, is uh, blackmailed into turning against you in this game because he has um, two kids at home, and so he's easily okay. And he's Resident Evil, just to give a little context, yeah, the bad guys are a the company, Umbrella Corporation, yes. that makes drugs that turn people into zombies. That's correct. Okay, cool. So he gets. So he gets he, turned to, uh, to the Umbrella Company side. Basically. Or so like he, he is part of one of the two squads that like go into the mansion to like okay. investigate what's going on. And then like he becomes sort of the mole on the inside okay. of your operation to uh, make it hard. But like he's also, you know, well, he's trying to sabotage your ability to uh, like expose everything. Mm-hmm. He is still saving your life frequently. Right. So like he is still a good guy. He's just in a, in, in a really tough place. Yeah. He's one of these like... Um, He's bumbling, but also like hyper competent at the same time. Like he's always going to be able to save you. That's awesome. Um, So I ship him with Quint from Jaws. Oh, I didn't see this coming. (laughs) Didn't see this coming either. Uh, I'm shocked. Okay. Okay. Because this is another like hyper competent person, but it comes from a much grislier, more upsetting place. And I just want to see these two. Is one corrupting the other? I don't, or like. Maybe making making him better. I I don't know. Where are they see. meeting? Okay. Whose world? What okay. world? What time? What? Oh, so <laughs> is this an AU? Are they in high school? <laughs> I always make it an AU high school. Yeah. There is a part of the original Resident Evil where you enter a lab where they're they are experimenting with their zombie drug Ooh. on Char. No, they okay. are. Yes. Are you kidding? Okay. Yeah. These so, Umbrella Corp guys, we gotta stop. They're oh, mess. They're out of control. <laughs> They're they're experimenting with like killer plants, yeah. and like things that climb on the ceiling, and it's like stop that right are, now. They just like find another thing, yeah. Seriously, like just move on, like cure something, yeah. Come on, guys, you can still cure something and be technically evil. Look at insulin corporations, yeah. <laughs> just charge a lot, yeah. Just charge a right. lot. Go, go like the Martin Screlly route, yeah. That's fine, yeah. What a piece of garbage! What, what a, a hot piece sack of, of shit! shit. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe. No, there's worse people, but he gets to be in the mix. Yeah. So Quint is hired by the yes. Umbrella Corporation to like handle the shark, shark as it handler. gets as it gets more like zombie. Okay. And so when And so sh- but he's been through some of his things. He's like the Quint we meet at Yeah. He's like chalkboard. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. right. Okay. Um so he'll uh he survives when the shark like breaks out of its tank yeah. and like floods the area. Um and like he's the only one to get away. And then when Barry like comes tromping through the the lab, con- tromp, tromp, tromp. Tromp, 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 confidently saving everyone. Yeah, uh, that's when he encounters Quint, who doesn't. He's not a saver, right? He's not a people saver. No, 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 no. no. Um, 
but then they work together to, to get out. I don't know. <laughs> do they? Do they? I don't have an ending. It's not to the story. complete. It's are, not okay, complete. Are, is it like are they hunting see... that shark? Because that's sort of. I don't know that Quint is going to stick in this relationship unless there's unless there's the shark, shark, shark to be involved. <laughs> the shark has to be involved. So are they hunting the shark that got away? Maybe the shark gets out to open waters. Scary. I think this is good. And then they have to they chase a, a zombie shark together. And that's whole, it. That's, that's what it. it is. That's cool. That's great. Yeah. That's cool. I'm into it. I like that. Write that fic. <laughs> All right. I'm on it. <laughs> uh, Kelly, do you have a spooky, uh, scary ship? Sorry. Scary ship. Yeah, no spooks allowed. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Okay. So, the Phantom of the Opera. He's like, he's like, I'm tired of hanging out in the opera so much. I'm going to go look at some museums. I'm going to go to some museums. D- this how is do, the how does he the- access other museums? By the same the tunnels. Like, same tunnels? Okay, got it. What do are you know about oh the tunnels? God. I just want to make sure. Okay, so he's in tunnels. He's in tunnels on a boat. Yeah, on his like little rowboat. He rows through the tunnels. So he's rowing through the tunnels. Singing opera. Singing Which I think opera. Are also sewers. Like, yeah, is he it's rowing not through clean. shit. He's oh. rowing through shit. But there's candles everywhere. Anyway, of course, it's very romantic. He comes out and he's like in this like art museum. Oh, and he hears this beautiful singing. It sounds like a bird almost. A it's like bird, bird sing? Bird type singing. He's like, oh, it's so beautiful. Who is this museum bird? And then he like goes and goes through all these like corridors. He's like, "Where are oh. you? Where are you?" And he's like, "Ooh, he's doing his singing, he's singing while while going." And then um, the uh, he he turns a corner and he sees an artist working on a piece of art. Oh, or no, it's not an artist; it's an art collector <laughs> who is working think- on a piece of art. Who's who's like thinking about buying this piece <laughs> okay. of art? That's how an art collector works on a piece of art. <laughs> Think about <laughs> and he's he's like it's like right before closings there's not very many people in there it's just this art collector like looking at this piece of art yeah and like talking to himself about how he's gonna he's singing to himself about how he's gonna, art collector is singing yeah, too he's singing <laughs> to himself about how he's gonna buy this piece of art I'm going to buy this yeah. art and then the the piece of he he hears from because he's blocking the piece of art he hears from beyond the art collector like like a beautiful bird like singing and then. The art collector is it like a duet. Are they singing together? Yeah, but it's the kind where they're like singing, like I don't want to be purchased, and then like, yeah, 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 I will purchase you. Yeah, it's like you cannot afford me, bro. Yeah, it's it's. I'll very, take out a loan. This is very much like the song. <laughs> so then, so then the uh, uh, the art collector like decides to himself. He's like, it's gonna happen tomorrow morning, and he like marches off. Oh, art collector! And then um, they lock eyes, and it is Momo. Locking eyes with, with the phantom. Guys, look at me while I'm talking. Wait, no, I refuse. Wait, so Momo is the painting? No, Momo is the sculpture. Uh, yeah, it sounded like a painting before. Okay, okay it's not a it's painting. A, it's a sculpture of Momo. No, Momo is a sculpture. Momo, so Momo is, a sculpture is a sculpture that can sing like a bird. Yeah, because she's part bird. So she's singing, and it's so beautiful. You know the phantom... All right, how, what does the phantom do? So the phantom <laughs> like sees the art collector walk away and then he gets to sing his song. Yeah. He's like, insolent fool, the slave of passion, fashion. And then she, she uh, he's like, I misspoke. Um, and, then, um, and then Momo starts like, and he's like, oh my God, this is someone who could love me. Christine was like, she's living her yeah, own he life. He usually has a pretty high standard of physical beauty. He does. But I think he he's like, He's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm like you. I'm disfigured. And it's like, well, I mean, you have like a little scar on your face. Like that's not. 
Well, and she's not disfigured. She's just no. I know she just looks crazy. She just is that way, and she's like that's a little. Rude. And by the way, if you don't know Momo, don't look it up. <laughs> no, but do though. Do look up Momo. So then Momo like looks at him and like sings to him about how um, she doesn't consider him to be disfigured. He just is what he is, just like she is what she is. And he's like, you know what? That's pretty. That's a pretty good way to look at things. And then. Um, but then Momo's like, but, you know, I have some, like, vengeance I want to exact on people because, like, I've been wronged. And he's like, so have I. And then they together go and, like, go through each of their lists of people they want to exact revenge on. And she's still a sculpture? Well, she can move. Okay. But she can only – it's like Toy Story. She can only move when, like, people aren't looking at her except for – The Phantom. The Phantom. <laughs> okay. What – Okay. What if okay. she's going to need more mobility yeah. to exact revenge? Yeah. Uh, and so, like, we need something that's going to bring works of art to life. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and, but in the corner, there's someone restoring an old painting. Okay. And the person restoring this old painting is Dana from the Ghostbusters. Yeah, I thought we might be going there. That's <laughs> oh. where I thought you were going. And I was like, he's singing like a bird. <laughs> Vigo is that Vigo, the, I was yeah. like, Vigo is singing like a bro. I was like, okay, Kelly, let's go. I'm into it. And then I was like, is she gonna do the accent of the other guy? I was like all prepared for Ghostbusters too. Yeah. Okay. I'm now but, okay. I'm now like considering see how we maybe okay, her? maybe he's a cuck. Okay. All right. All right. This this Ryan hasn't listened to last week's episode yet. So she's not She's not, she's not as familiar oh, for the no. C-word. Guys, what did you do to our we show? We started saying okay. cuck a lot. <laughs> okay, maybe he wants to watch Dana restore Momo. Because Momo Vigo, got scratched and moving. Vigo wants to watch Dana no. restore. No, the, the Phantom, Phantom wants, wants to, to watch, watch Dana, Dana restore. restore. So, we're now, restore so now Momo is an ancient piece of art. <laughs> Wait a minute. Could Dana restore the Phantom's face? No, because he's got <laughs> surgery. <laughs> he's just a guy. That's part of the thing with the Phantom. I'm just saying okay. she's she's talented. Okay, fine. She's a mind. cellist okay. and art restorer. Okay, okay, how about this? She is very she, she is, is really who talented. knows what she'll be in the next one. Who knows? Okay, okay, how about this? Hmm. She does such a good job with Momo <laughs> that he's yes. like, why don't you try my face? And then it doesn't go great. No. Uh-huh. But then he's like, well, now me and Momo are like the same. Scariness okay. level. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, good. Yeah. And then they can exact revenge on whatever they need to yeah. exact revenge on. And it's um, only like a transitory period that Dana's involved. Dana and Vigo. But Vigo doesn't even, he seemingly is just in the corner. <laughs> he's just there. <laughs> well, he's very big. Oh, yeah. He's so big. So big. He's looking over everything. Yeah. You know what I think would be interesting? And what? This isn't your ship, but. We could think about it for another time. A statue mm-hmm. that only moves when no one's looking at it. Uh-huh. And a person that falls in love with them, but is not immune to that curse. So has to never, never look at look. them? Never look. And can look, but then has to look. But while they're looking, they'll never move or so talk. The, so you're saying the relationship between uh, the maid and Colin Firth's character in Love Actually. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> That is what that drive home scene is. Just saying. Just right. saying I don't think you should ship those people. I don't ship I yeah. What? I think that 
it's there's something cute about it. My version. Oh yes, your version. Because yes. you could communicate. That's yeah. part of the problem with Colin Firth and the housekeeper is that they have never had a conversation. Nope. Nope. But they but they learned how to speak each other's languages. That's like the start. Eventually. That's like the start. I know, but they act like they're but it's love actually. It's not yeah. let's right. go on a first date actually. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm That's okay. not how they treat it. They treat it like he's they going do. to leave cuz that she's going to leave with him. And they're going to Yeah, cuz go he's going to go speak Portuguese at her and her family or whatever he speaks to her. Yeah, it's yeah. Portuguese. It's Portuguese. 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 If it was a different kind of movie and they slept together first, yeah. I think mm. then I would ship it better. Well, yeah, because like they literally have not had any conversation or communication. Yeah. Uh, Though he was pretty heartbroken because he found out he was getting cheated on after a wedding. I don't know. Or a funeral? Yeah, I don't remember his origin story. He's writing he a was, book. He's writing a book. He's writing a book, but I think he comes home after Kira Knightley's wedding right. to find his wife, fiance, girlfriend. To find a cuckold horn upon his head. I think he finds yeah. a cuckold horn on his head. Yeah. Yeah. And like she was, she was sick. And maybe he is brothers with Hugh. No, but Hugh and Emma Thompson are brother and sister, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wait. So then, who so is may- he? he's related to some. He's maybe he's just buddies with Liam Neeson. Oh, so he's like, mm. does he Liam go Neeson's to Liam like? Neeson? I kind of know what you went through, except the other way. <laughs> wait. Huh? Huh? Because Liam Neeson. Oh wait, no. I'm thinking of someone else. Undies? I'm thinking of Alan Rickman. <laughs> I'm thinking of Alan Rickman. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was like, that, can you imagine if you you get cheated on and your friend's like, yeah, well, my wife died, so I know sort of what you're going through, but the other way. <laughs> what do you even say back? Just like, think, yeah, you just say like, oh. Like, hey, thanks for bringing up your dead wife. <laughs> Really oh yeah, yeah. In perspective. I, I guess that that's that's better than the opposite of that, where someone's like, "Oh, my wife died," and you're like, "Oh, I know what you're going through. I just got dumped. Yeah, I got cheated on. Yeah, so it's yeah. The yeah, yeah. I got. I went through what you went through, but the other way. <laughs> Instead of cheating on me alive, she didn't died. cheat. She died. That's true. That is the opposite. Faithful and dead is the opposite of alive and cheating. Oh, no. oh man. Oh golly. Um, Ryan, okay. do you Ryan, have a, do you have a <laughs> ship? A I scary went, ship. <laughs> I went uh I kept it very like linear. So scary ships tell in the dark, being scared when I was a kid, yada yada. One of You and the raccoon. That was the cruelest thing you've ever said to me. Why would you say that? That was just, so mean. I'm gonna now I'm actually you. you feel crazy right now. He's gonna try to cuddle wanna... me and now be his own nightmare. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I actually I adopted a raccoon boy. Yeah. Could still attack me at night. Anyway, um, so here's what I went with. Okay, so I was a huge reader when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Roald Dahl was my favorite author at the time. Um, and one of my favorite books was The Witches. Yes. Um, and it was a creepy book, but I could like handle the creepiness in the book. Yeah. For some reason, the high witch played by Angelica Houston in the movie was way scarier than the book to me. Yeah, mm. sure. Because like, it's about witches that turn kids into like vermin so that then the kids can be exterminated by their own parents. 
Yeah, it's a mess. <laughs> Which is pretty fucked up. It's so fucked up. Uh, but Hedwig and Jellic Houston was like one of the scariest things to me. And then another one that wasn't supposed to be scary, but it was like scary, fun, and I liked it was the movie Little Monsters. I don't know With Little Monsters. Fred, Fred Savage. Savage. So it's Fred Savage, cute little Fred Savage. Uh-huh. Um, has a monster from under his bed, like an actual monster played by Howie Mandel with horns. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, but these are not occult horns. Oh, okay. Not. Oh, no. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, but he comes out and he will, like, fuck. Essentially, he fucks shit up. It's pretty great. So, like, the monster will come out from under the bed. And he really wants to play, but he also will, like, destroy things in the house. Oh, no. And, like, I think he does gross stuff, too. I think he, like, poops on stuff, too. Yeah, but he's he's a little drop-dead Freddy. He's a little drop-dead oh. Freddy. But he's real. He's not imaginary. Yeah. Like, stupid Fred. Mm. Fred. I hate Fred, too. Ugh. Um, but yeah, so I ship so that 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 monster's name is Maurice. He eventually becomes friends with Fred Savage, and Fred Savage will spend his nights in the under the bed world, scaring other kids and doing fun stuff. And then eventually Fred Savage's little brother, Ben Savage, played by Ben Savage, gets And gets, Ben Savage as himself. <laughs> gets kidnapped, and then Fred Savage has to save him, and like Maurice learns that scaring is fun, but also sometimes, you know, there's a line. So, I think that Maurice and the High Witch should meet up. Yeah. I think Maurice could show the High Witch more sustainable ways of scaring children. Mm -hmm. So, they both get their jollies. But also, she doesn't have to pretend so much. She doesn't have to put on so many airs. They can just have a good time. And maybe then fewer children would die. Also, if you run out of children, what are you going to do? You gotta have children grow up so they can make more children. Yes, exactly. You gotta follow the uh, the Monsters Incorporated. I was just model. gonna say that. Yeah, I was gonna sh- ship Maurice with someone from Monsters, and then I was like, I don't know those guys that well. Sully seems like a big dupe. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Mike is a little prick. Yeah, I am not interested. No, one. Well, he's, he's, he's a little got bit a girl. too Billy Crystal. Yeah, he's like a Billy Crystal with Napoleon complex. Yikes! But he didn't think it was possible. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, if there was, if I had seen all the monsters movies, I bet there is a character who's probably a nicer fit for Maurice. But then I was like, you know what? For the world, I ship Maurice and High Witch just so that the, you know, fewer kids get killed. Also, that way, because um, the the head witch is cool. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, she's like, cool. Y- she's scary, but like you'd want to spend time with her. Yeah. Yeah. So like. If there's a force that can make her like still be kind of scary, but like mellow that out a little bit, hell yeah, yeah, hell yeah, dog, and they can still have adventures and scare children. That's really cool. I like that. Yeah, that's my ship. That's awesome. Good. I like that. Um, oh, nobody listening is too scared. I know. I I think we mixed enough romance in that people are not going to be too yeah. scared. I mean, I'm not too scared. I'm not too scared. No, I'm not. We we don't need to. Turn on the lights. Get, like, like we could. Boo! Ah! <laughs> hey guys, two relationships. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.